Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Gamer's Advocate. My name's Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, Jack's here again. That's right. We're all glad to be here in this festive holiday season. And opening the show was Eight Pound Pressure with their song "Scars" off the Volume One, The Awakening CD. Great CD. Great bunch of guys. Also, uh, my former band as well. Miss playing with you guys. Thanks for providing such awesome music. And we wanted to give you guys a little special treat because. I know a lot of other podcasts and people are taking break for holidays, but we will never leave you left alone. Truth is, we're snowed in. Right, help us. If anyone has a shovel, salt, and a snowplow, please, please, please come and help us. Yeah, we are located in central Ohio, and we've been getting destroyed by snow all day long, so we're stuck here. (laughs) Send a pizza. Everything is closed. (coughs) Every time we start a podcast, I have to cough. I have to start coughing like every single time. All day long, nothing. And as soon as we start recording, I have to cough like an idiot. The pressure just crushes your lungs. And my bladder. I think other things maybe used to crush my lungs a lot more. Now my my soul's crushed. I'm an (laughs) ex-smoker. So yeah, guys, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas slash Hanukkah slash Kwanzaa slash... Surviving the end of the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. When was that supposed to happen? Suck it, Mayans. <laughs> like like soon. Last Friday. Oh well. Well, where's my stuff? For, for <laughs> you don't prepping. get. You don't get the, the apocalypse. Isn't about the getting you stuff. It's about no. you running and screaming, going, "It's the apocalypse!" Oh, and I thought we get like a die. gift. Like it's like a llama. Like no, a llama. <laughs> apocalypse is like a llama, yeah. but they're much more fuzzier. Can you shave them? Can you not shave them? Actually, I have an alpaca shirt that I got from Baltimore. It's quite nice. We're stupid. I'd like this a sweater. <laughs> I'd like a sweater with an with a lips. <laughs> they actually take the lips and make the smoothest sweater ever. I could make like a like a gold chain out of it. Like we could be like a gangster. Um, in case the people can't tell, uh, we're all tired. It's been a long day. We've gotten through the holidays. I know. Me personally, I love my family, but three three days in a row of doing family stuff, and then I stayed up late, got up early, the snow and crazy, and my brain is fried. Now, did you have like four parties or something to go to? One got postponed because my father-in-law was smart enough to go to Florida and miss out on all this fun weather. Oh, why didn't he take you with him? So yeah, why? What's, hey, what's yeah, the, Steve. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sir. Sir. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Dad. Yeah. Hey, Dad, can we come down and play in Florida too? Right. Exactly. So what, what's the weather forecast down there right now? Uh, it's 70 degrees today. Uh, sunny, calm, beautiful. Oh, wow. Awesome. So if you're not in Florida, uh, get up all up in that. Yeah. Here it's not quite as warm. Uh, we do have some what they call precipitation. Yes, we do. But enough of the precipitation. How about the games? Let's talk about do the we games. have a lot of games. Did you guys play anything over your break from work? Is that, is that what we're here to talk about today? Yeah, that no, and Alpacalypse. Yeah, really. Or the Apacalypse. Games and Alpacalypse. All right, well, uh, I guess I'll just, just jump right in. Uh, I finished the Halo mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, I know we, we rated Halo and all that, and I, I played Halo 4. 
Uh, but I think uh, it was seventh. Seventh. Yeah. What, would you Would you raise it higher or lower now that you finished it? Uh, actually, a little higher. Um, little I, bastard! You <laughs> reasonably lowered it. No, <laughs> no, it was pretty good. Uh, at the end, some uh, friend of mine said he didn't like it. It was a little too mushy, I guess. Oh, but, uh, don't you do it! Yeah, you know, no spoilers. Do it. No spoilers are gonna happen. No spoilers. You're gonna do it. You're gonna nope. do it. Nope. Nope. But uh, anyways, it was it was pretty good. A pretty good storyline. I, I thought it would would go a little bit different or longer, kind of like the Hobbit movie. Um, I heard I heard they stretched that out a little bit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, I haven't seen that yet either. So you mean really the new one or really the one that count. Return of the King that ended five hundred times? Yeah, that ooh, yeah the ending on that one that that was probably like an hour too long on that <laughs> ending. Uh sorry. Great movie. Uh, great movie. Sorry, Tolkien. Uh yeah. Don't don't mean to, to bash that, but other than that, I played Borderlands, uh got the family on there. Uh it glitched and gave my sister eleven golden keys, you know, the golden chest in really? Sanctuary. That's I don't a good know, to glitch. I don't know what happened, but we opened the chest twice and just garbage came out twice. But still pretty cool that we got all those keys. I don't know what the heck happened but Sweet. I've never used awesome. a gold key yet. I've got. I've been right. saving. You got my, that one. I've been saving it because it, it goes by level. Yeah. And I accidentally used the one I had once, and then I had to sign up for whatever was on there. Like you can sign up for their email, and I got another one. So I've been saving. I'm level fifty right now. I'm nice. on second playthrough, and I got power levels and all that good stuff. So I need to jump back into that. Account. It's a good game. Yeah, and they also have all the. They tweet out shift codes and different things, so you can you can get more golden keys. Because I had one. But I accidentally used it because I thought it was just a random chest, but it happened to be a golden key chest. Exactly. Yeah, and I think you did that too, Jack. Yeah, right. yeah, but it was... So it's it's nice to know that I have a few extra ones and I didn't just waste that. I got some pretty awesome grenades, but after a while they're just not as good anymore. And also, like Jack mentioned about The Hobbit, I did finally see it, and I was very, very happy with it. It was very nice to be back in Middle-earth, and there were they had some nice nods to the trilogy and... It was a good story, and it was, I mean, it was a little long, but it was, I actually saw another movie, This is 40, which actually was a little too long, and it really felt like that, but The Hobbit, though it was long, there was a lot of good things in story, and I just love those movies. Was This is 40 good? Yeah, what was This is 40? It's kind of a sequel to Knocked Up in a way, sort of. Yeah, it is. It's it's like the two, Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd, and... I love Paul Rudd anyway, he's hilarious. It It was a good movie, it was... Was there boobies in it? Yes. There was. And it was one of the most uncomfortable scenes I've ever seen in my entire life because the main girl got a mammogram and I was just crying. Oh, oh did they show it? They showed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, they show it. <laughs> They're like, there's not holding back or anything. It's the full mammogram. When can I purchase this? <laughs> Go to the movies and you can see it in. No, I want screen. Blu-ray. I want 3D. <laughs> I want to work. Green Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was funny. It's just, I don't know, they put way too much into it and, wait, and it could have ended probably half hour, 45 minutes earlier. But there were a lot of Lost references, which was kind of a nice surprise. Nice. That's weird. I, I saw the previews. The previews looked decent. But, oh, uh, the part where they looked like, were they on mushrooms in the hotel room? I liked it when he was, had like the Wolverine hair and he had his boxers like pulled up his <laughs> nips and he was like, oh, what you got there on the internet? Sure, I'm the father. Blah, 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 blah. That's what got me, but... I still don't see My, it, uh, Why was them high in the hotel room? And he's like, there's some kind of rodents running around here. And then she goes running by and he's like, there's one now. <laughs> yeah, they had, they had some funny moments in it. It was good. So it was a good week for movies. There's a lot of good movies out that I want to see, but not enough time to do it. Yeah, we're into games. We spend our money on games, not movies. Plus, you know, 
I don't well, know. Well, apparently not all of us. Later. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh. Speak, speaking of of getting into games, I got into the God of War beta, which is it was just Look multiplayer. Look at Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> yes, it is me. <laughs> I, I didn't get to try any single player or anything, but I did get to try the much talked about multiplayer, and it was really enjoyable. It was it kind of had a steep learning curve. And I kind of got destroyed a lot. <laughs> but there were a few times where I felt pretty powerful and was just... I mean, it's pretty brutal and you like can eviscerate your enemies and there's some pretty awesome leveling up and skills and you can choose which god you want to pledge allegiance to, like Zeus or Hades or Poseidon or any of those people. That sounds pretty cool. Just, just for people out there, um, what kind of fighting game would you say it's like or similar to so they kind of get a feel of what what's going on in there? Yeah, well, I mean, it... It it controls like a God of War game, like the single player game. But I don't know if you've ever played a game for Dreamcast called Power Stone, where it's just like a big arena. God, and I thought you were gonna say Power Rangers. <laughs> I wish I love Power Rangers. It fights like Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, it fights like Power Stone. It's just a big arena, and the arena actually is very interactive. And they can, I mean, in the one level that I'm sure you've seen if you've watched any demos of it, there's a big Cyclops in the back who's just kind of roaring around and can destroy you and then in the other mode Hercules is there and he can jump down and just kind of destroy you again <laughs> is the Cyclops named Heather quick question if quick so question. if so I used to go out with her <laughs> nice quick question what's a Cyclops <laughs> one eye one boop oh eyes oh, oh. never oh, mind scratch the whole no no we're not talking scratch, about that anymore scratch earlier reference <laughs> moving on moving on yeah but it was fun and we actually I recorded some footage that is hopefully going to be going up today or tomorrow so you'll get a good glimpse of it and it just got me more excited for God of War. When you say I'm excited for it. Hopefully you mean guaranteed because we don't disappoint our fan. As as Men's Warehouse says, I guarantee it. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go buy some suits after this. Look cool. Pimping. If if, uh, you go get them at Men's Warehouse, that that old dude with the beard that likes Dos Equis, he'll guarantee you like the way you look. (laughs) Nice. Bill, did you play... Hundred more hours of Far Cry three over the weekend. As a matter of fact, I did play quite a bit of Far Cry and ask me how many missions I finally got through. Two. None. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, I did get through one mission and uh, out of like maybe five hours of playing, the rest of the time was farting around. But I did liberate a couple pirate outposts. Uh, one, <laughs> I tried to go in all rocket launchers. But see, what I didn't do was. Uh, turn off the alarms first. I got one with a sniper rifle, and I didn't realize there was another one. So I thought I could take out the alarm. So you're like Arnold Schwarzenegger in, like, Commando, and it attacks that, like, base. Pretty much. in there, just crazy RPGs and Pretty much. But, uh, see, Far Cry had a wild card. One, I I didn't get the other alarm, so they brought in a lot of backups. And all I was using was RPGs and Molotovs. So, I mean, it was pure chaos. It looked awesome. But as I'm getting torn up, and I'm backing away to retreat and back into the jungle a little bit to retreat and reload... The wild card attacked me from behind. The wild card was a tiger. Nice. That ended that little fun run. Plus, plus when the alarms come out, the backup shows up pretty quick in the jeeps and the freaking oh, yeah. machine gun. They just like they're there. And I wish I would have been able to record it, but I and I didn't tell you guys this earlier, but I did also hang glide into the side of a boat. Cool. And I don't mean Have a boat. I, I don't mean like a little patrol boat. Like big, I mean a big ship, like a tanker. Like you literally like, didn't let go and just went right into it. Are you trying to land on it or something? Or what were you doing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because there was there's a mission where you do have to try to infiltrate one, which stealth isn't my thing because I'm a big clumsy ass oaf anyway. Um, apparently that's also true with a controller. But yeah, I tried to hang glide and I was going to drop right on top of it, 
and uh, it went, I took a bit of a nosedive and went thump, hit the water. Then actually got to where I could climb up onto the boat. Um, I have a machine gun with a silencer. Tried to take him out. Didn't see the other guy right there. He freaks out, and then eight million guys come and kick the living snot out of me. Oh, that's sad. But it was a blast. I love every minute of it. Speak, but it speaking of the water, the I don't know. I when I play Far Cry, for some reason, whenever I step into the ocean, I just get so scared. <laughs> I'm just always assuming that there's a shark around the corner, and there usually is. Like, I'll be swimming around for, like, a second. I'm just, like, holding the controller so tight, and all of a sudden, a big shark comes, like, rah! It's the well, Jaws effect. Like Bill Bill was talking about the same thing when he was attacking the, the tanker earlier today. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, because I tried that mission a few times, and, and there's times where I got into a boat and then swam out, you know, so I wouldn't get, get detected, and the whole time you're like, because <laughs> yeah. like you go you go down. Like I was trying to get a relic in a ship that was that was shipwrecked or something. And I mean, first of all, you have to worry about breathing, so that is one thing to worry about. Then you have to worry about sharks, and it's if you see one in the distance, you have to like weigh the options and risks and rewards. And it's just it's so intense. And if you try it in a uh, area where there's fresh water, like crossing little rivers, you think that's safe? Nope, gators, crocodiles. It's a uh, water's pretty scary. Like I did play another game this weekend. I got a, I did get a game as a Christmas gift, and I played it with my wife quite a bit last evening. Well, what is it, Bill? Wheel of Fortune. That's pretty, and it's actually a total. We had a total blast too. And I'm pretty sure she's cheating. I'm pretty sure. I don't think she paid for all the vows. Oh man, Calling she kept getting vows. I didn't see her losing her money for it. You calling her out? I think I think we're gonna have a throwdown. Oh, yeah. Well, we each won a match, so uh, there'll be a tiebreaker soon. I'm coming for you, Nina. <laughs> I think it's funny. You guys have Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, and then you go to sleep, right? <laughs> That's all the relationship consists of. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah. No, actually, we play, the game we play the most is, is Halo with each other. Okay. Um, also, Worms. Worms, that's a good game. Yeah, we, we we have some serious death matches of Worms, and there's lots of trash talking. Like, if our neighbors could hear what's going on there, they'd be like, oh, they don't like each other at all. <laughs> and really, it's quite the opposite. We're having a blast uh, kicking the shit out of each other yeah, as much I, as I, possible. I know you like Civilization Revolution. Does she Love play it. that game? That no, she enjoy? thinks it's stupid. Oh, come on. I actually, started, I actually played quite a bit of that. Uh, one day over the but, time off. But you're slowly, slowly weaning her into 3D. That's little by little. Right. Yeah, we... Uh, like Finding Nemo. Usually she's really like, that's giving me a headache. I'm going to barf. Who pooped my pants? But uh, <laughs> I got her drunk. <laughs> but she, we did watch Finding Nemo in 3D, and she actually... I, I actually super glued the glasses to her head, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, she really... She thought it looked great. Uh, maybe it, it was the animation, but she... Was it like a Red Dragon scene where she's like super glued to a wheelchair? It's like, do you see? Do you see? <laughs> the, the fishies. <laughs> like, oh... Oh, I see now. I see now. Can you let me go? Uh, I'm probably already guaranteed to get kicked in the nuts when I get over here. <laughs> as soon as this goes well, why do, why do we... Oh, you're all right. All right. Okay, three-part apology. Nina, Nina's really great. Bill always talks about how great she is. And this is just a random occurrence that I don't know that we went into. All right. Okay, just because I gave you a blank check. <laughs> no, it's true. I do say all those things. All good things. All good things. You know, we're just we're just being silly. Well, maybe we'll just move along with the show before Bill digs an even deeper grave for himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. So today, I thought the sharks were scary. Yeah, really. <laughs> so today we're gonna be. It's kind of a more relaxed show. We don't really have that much of a structure. We have a few news topics that we're gonna talk about, but it's mostly just gonna be for us to kind of just talk for a little while about 
what we thought of this year, what we were happy about, what we were disappointed about, and maybe some more stories about ourselves related to gaming and related to anything else, just so you guys can get more comfortable with who we are and know more than just a voice. Uh, I just winked at you guys. You, wait, see, you can't see final, it. Yeah, right. Video podcast coming soon in 2016. <laughs> we're sorry already. So what are we jumping in next to? Uh, Walking Walking Dead? You guys want to hear about more Walking Dead stuff? <laughs> yeah, for the first time on our podcast, we're going to talk about Walking Dead. <laughs> this this is actually the other Walking Dead game. It's the one I'm not... You may have seen a little bit of it. It's a first-person shooter. It follows Daryl and Merle from the show, and... It's kind of going to be a much different take than the Telltale game one that we have previously awarded Game of the Year. It's going to be much more, and it's not, I'm sure a lot of you, are, when you hear first-person shooter in The Walking Dead, are thinking of Call of Duty style and millions of zombies and just like Left 4 Dead or something where you just go around shooting everyone. But this game, and the developers were kind of explaining it, is they want it to be like you fear three zombies. So if there's two or three, four zombies, like you're going to be scared because chances are you're not going to survive that counter and it's going to be much more tense and you can not seen daryl yeah daryl's intense he's gonna he's gonna kick some booty now didn't you say didn't you say it's it's gonna have uh, a little bit start a little bit before the outbreak yeah so it starts kind of while rick is in his coma and it's gonna basically follow (laughs) daryl and merle through their adventures right when the outbreak drinking peps blue ribbon and eating squirrel (laughs) yeah pretty much that's all it's gonna be (laughs) And you'll actually also find out how Daryl got his iconic crossbow that he's destroyed so many zombies with. He probably got it from a squirrel. Probably. <laughs> Those squirrels hoard a lot of stuff. Apparently, you know... Don't mess I w- with their nuts. <laughs> I watched uh, uh, a Food Network show. I forget. No, it was Travel Channel. They were eating squirrel. Were e- oh, really? They were eating squirrel, and it was delicious. How do you know? You didn't. You just watched them eat it. They could have lied. Well, taste you know. vision It was taste vision exactly. I could eat, eat cat food on TV and tell you it's awesome. <laughs> I want to see you eat cat food. <laughs> I'll do it. You get cat food in here, I will do it on this podcast live. Nice. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do don't, like a taster's call, choice. Don't call me on that. Don't don't call me that. <laughs> don't do we're going to do like a taster's choice edition. All animal food all the time. <laughs> Gross. And then we'll, see, we'll, we'll give you ratings. We'll Can you at least get web. like that fancy kind where they showed like it's like the, all that perfectly like white clean cat <laughs> on a little pillow and they're like, oh. Oh, here you go. That's pate. Yeah, you can be yeah. a pinky up while you're eating it. That's all. Be classy. All right. <laughs> Anyways, to get back on track, I honestly don't know anything about this game. Uh, when's it going to release? It sounds cool. Next year. Yeah, it's next year sometime. And it's it's like where the Telltale games were kind of parallel with the comic universe. This one is parallel with the TV show. So it's kind of brought to you by AMC. I wouldn't be surprised if you see it not too long after the season restarts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm sure they're going to time that well. But it, I mean, they showed some screenshots and some video footage of it on Up at Noon at with IGN. And, I mean, it looks a little rough. Like, it looks like it could be cool, but some of the graphics fidelity doesn't look quite up to par. But, it, I mean, it's still early, so they can still work some things out. I think, I think first-person shooters are dangerous because there's so many of them and so many that have been well done before. Right. And so, I mean, if they're jumping into that universe, something they've really haven't touched before, like, Telltale got away, so to speak, with their game, because, you know, it was unique. You you didn't play something like that in a really long time, if you ever have played it, ever. So, I mean, it it was a great, great game for what it was, but if they're going to go on a first-person shooter, they better, they better watch out. Yeah, my, my big, you're right, my biggest fear with that is that they do rush it to get it out when the show's back, 
and it comes out as again we've touched upon many times an unpolished, real glitchy huh. yeah. graphics that aren't anywhere near what they should be on this generation. I mean, I'm not expecting it to look like Halo Four. Don't get me wrong, but right? You want it to. I mean, it's Daryl. It's got to be badass. How many how many movie video games have you seen that have come out that they've rushed out totally terrible? Ninety nine percent of them. Yeah, that, that's that's the problem because you know that these these big companies are just pushing them day and day. Like you need to get this out. You need to do this. We need to meet this date. We need to meet this date because when the movie's out, it's a huge surge. But after some other things come out and all that stuff, the the hype just dies down. So they need to time that correctly, and the games suffer. I mean, obviously, we there's really, if you think about it, not any truly great tie-in video game movie games. I mean, yeah, there's some that may be good and have their potential and stuff, but they just are not what they should be. And which is why, which is a perfect example if you look at a game like Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. Like, those games are based on the Batman franchise, but they're not tied in necessarily to the movie, so they're not restricted by the movie, and they weren't they didn't have to release when the movie came out, so they had the time to get polished, and look what you have at that product. That game is incredible. Yeah, and I mean, but, most... But on the other side, it still can't fail. I mean, look at Superman, one of the greatest video games ever made. Superman 64? Right, All exactly. hail. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the pinnacle of the worst game ever made. I think that was came out in time with the Garbage Pail Kids movie. I mean, because I mean, that... that yeah. If people ever stop gaming... That they could just throw that reason out there, and I'd be like, "I see I, your point." I understand. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this game, like you were talking about, first-person shooters, and them being careful. Uh, it's it's good they're not going the Call of Duty route because I think it would be extremely forgettable. I mean, like, yeah, it could be cool to have the characters, and I mean, their their actors are going to be voicing those characters, so it'll be nice to get that backstory. But it's it's going to be a much slower-paced game, and I mean, you. The zombies will be able to smell you. Like I think if you run a lot, you're going to start sweating, and <laughs> that will increase the chance a zombie can smell you. And then you can throw <laughs> rocks and bricks and kind of mix up. Wait, so they're going to take the two rednecks from the game and they're going to make them stink? <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> the pinnacle of hygiene right there. Or not, or not stink. The key is not to stink. That's not going to be impossible. So, so what is the DLC going to be? Uh, Lori's mission to keep Carl in the house? <laughs> That'd be pretty challenging. <laughs> It's like it's like as you drink the natty lights, like the stinking meter goes up. <laughs> you get away from the zombies because you're stumbling around. Hey, Merle, don't go into that white castle. They'll know. <laughs> you gotta be real careful in that game. I'll tell you what. That'd, that'd be uh, that's gonna be really something if they do it that way. That would just be a hilarious comedy game. Yeah, well, we'll see how it turns out. I mean, obviously they have a giant, giant uphill battle because of the success of the Telltale game, and everyone is going to be comparing it to that. Even though the games are going to be completely different, they're going to say, oh, well, it wasn't as good as this, or it didn't do this like that. I mean, they're, they're just going to be looked at with such a harsher eye because that game did so well. I wish they'd have, like, a side mission where the, all you do is sit there and stare at Merle's hand, and when he's asking you why, he's just be like, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, I like it. No spoilers. <laughs> no, this, no, I know, I know, I know. You right. know what I'm talking about. I know what it's talking about. Cutting this it was, in, it was in season one. He got his hand cut off. Merle got his hand cut off. If you haven't seen season one, then you probably don't care about any other thing we've <laughs> right, said exactly. at all. Anyway. You tuned <laughs> out, like, 20 minutes ago. You're like, I don't even know what a zombie is. Oh, we just got a beep on our watch saying that enough Walking Dead talk. 
Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Stupid Mickey Mouse. Stay tuned next week for the Walking Dead Advocate as we talk about the Game Boy game coming out. <laughs> Is there a Game Boy game coming out for <laughs> No, Game Boy's gone. Uh, no, that's called the Wii U. Oh. Where, where, what happened to Mario? Where'd he go? He's, He's still there. Dead. Mario's cool. So let's talk Zombie about Mario. another big franchise. Um, for Christmas... For Christmas, Rockstar decided to give all its fans presents with five new pictures from their upcoming game, Grand Theft Auto V. See, to me, that's not presents. That's just marketing for your game. If you want to give us presents, how about an early demo? Speaking of sharks, look at this shark. That is a fat something. Look at that big old monster. I thought that was the submarine for a second. I thought you got to climb up in them. I was like, the Titanic is rising. (laughs) No. I'm sure you guys, if you haven't seen these photos, they're on our Facebook page, and obviously you can search for them. Um, there's just five photos, and we'll just kind of touch on each of what we saw. The first picture... That is terrifying, yeah, actually. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Far Cry, which seems like we'll be scared again when Grand Theft Auto V comes out uh, of the it, water. As, as somebody that grew up on Jaws, the idea of that giant great white swimming underneath you probably look like he's going to circle around and make his move scares the living crap out of Look at the me. water. I mean, I'm sure that's really up and maybe on a high-end PC or something, but that water looks pretty gorgeous. It does. How does it speak Australian? Guppy? Who's the guppy? I'm assuming that he's a, Australian if, if you, shark. It depends if he has a shark. It's that that diver <laughs> guppy. So diver's little snake. All relative. And in the second photo, we have three flying vehicles. In the in the very closest, it looks like we have a passenger jetliner, which means you could be flying like 747s or something nice. really fun. Next to it, we have a fighter jet which means you can be escorting. shooting missiles at prostitutes. I wonder if it's escorting that. Uh, it it does kind of look like, I think, it could be like the space shuttle. You wonder Ooh. if you could go to space. Yeah. You could have, like, Rockstar Games, Grand Theft Auto on the moon. Or you could fly really slow. Or you could be like a Zeppelin, like, I don't know. Hopefully it's not like Hindenburg type of stuff. But, uh. <laughs> you call it a Zeppelin, a great Zeppelin. grandpa. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it, it looks like there's going to be a lot of fun ways to ride around and... Yeah, it's going to be... Hopefully there's a lot of skydiving and parachutes and things like that, because it's always fun to fly through the sky. Oh, yeah. That is very interesting. That would be cool. Like, you imagine, like... Because I know, like, in one of the Grand Theft Autos, they had, like, cops and robbers. Can you imagine if you did, like, airplane fights and just... Oh, just something cool. I mean, it doesn't have to be super polished, because it's, you know, kind of a tack-on, but... We but, kind of rip on stuff that's not polished. Well, I mean, it's just in there just for fun. If you just make it fun. It, well, what mean, part of any game isn't in there just for fun? Well, it's got, you know... <laughs> Touche, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Quit. You back hey. off. You hey, back you. Off. you. You back off. You do it. Okay. You, all right. All right, you guys have to, you have to go on timeout now. Right. I'll bring you back in 30 seconds. <laughs> so the next photo Jack is me off. another vehicle, a submarine. <laughs> that That's cool. And it, that, not only does that picture look cool, but I'm already picturing hours of just screwing around in that and, thing. And it's a yellow submarine, and I want to listen to the Beatles. Yeah. They need to have like a submarine, submarine jet that you can just swim, go in the water and then fly away. That'd be fun. Can we all live in a yellow submarine? I will. Okay. I would do it. James Cameron style. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go find the Titanic. I'm sure they'll have a reference to the Titanic. like. Yeah, something. it's that big freaking shark. Or that South Park raised the bar. And I wonder if the shark can eat the sub or he can fight the shark with the sub and then pull his teeth, sell it, and make a bunch of money. Game of the year 2013 is already Grand Theft Auto V, so <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Yeah, Good job. You don't have to listen to next year's show. And in the next image, we have... Someone driving in a car, one of the main characters, with a little co-pilot that looks like a dog. It's a Rottweiler. <laughs> so it looks like co-op is awesome. confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a dog. Co-op or Kojak. I'm going to rob his bank. One. You go over and lick your butt. Right. 
It could be like your protector, like Fable or something. Or, there you go. You know, warning or... You could play fetch with it. Bite some people. I don't go know. Go fetch some money from that liquor store. Yeah, I'm sure that dog can cause some damage. It looks pretty tough. He does with look his like his a little badass, doesn't he? The last image is just the three main characters looking all serious and probably getting some info for their next mission They're or looking something. all heisty. He's plotting something on that cell phone. They're um, all like, he's calling his buddy going, do you ever see that movie Heat? Let's think, try that. I think Keanu Reeves was in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? That was a heat. That was uh, shit. That the was one with, like, uh, the one with Dirty Dancing. And was it like Need for Speed? <laughs> it was him and Roadhouse all. Roadhouse, that's right. Surfing and robbing banks. I think it was like Need for Speed. Point Hot Break. Pursuit. Point, oh, yeah. Did they, what would they eat in that one? Food? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they ate in that one. I don't know where we're going in this. We've got a six point nine. We gotta we gotta we gotta I think we should move on. All right, <laughs> moving along. The next topic Again, no sleep. Yes. The next topic is a little away from gaming, but it will I'm sure have some implications with it. Google is developing an X phone and an X tablet to take on the iPhone and iPad next year. So, I mean, it's not too much news because we don't really know anything about it, but I kind of included it so we can discuss what maybe, like, Bill and I have an iPhone, and Jack has a Samsung Galaxy S3. And one of these kids is not like the other. <laughs> it's can Jack. You He's guess a jerk. Which one? Well, well, now you don't have to guess. It's Jack. I'm just trying to develop some kind of hate mail so we can get, like, our hate mail base. Yeah. Like together. Oh, it's happening. I haven't gotten it. If yet, this episode doesn't do it, it'll do it. It'll do it. I've I've said so much stuff that I don't even know what I've said. Yeah, so uh, basically, what do you guys think would make this phone really that iPhone killer that every single company has been trying to do since the first one came out? Well, for, first, let's just get to this. Windows has to fix Windows 8. Windows 8, from what I hear, is bricking machines. And I was just talking about this uh, actually with my dad uh, over the weekend. In his HP laptops and one other uh, laptop manufacturer, Windows Update will automatically brick the machine almost with the first update, you'll get to, I don't know how big this is on the web because I haven't investigated it, but you'll get to 13%, and then after that, you can't use the computer. The computer will freeze for two and a half hours. So he ended up calling Windows, taking it back to Staples where he got it, doing all this. It took three days and about eight hours of work, and they just gave him a new laptop because they're like, we have no idea what's happening, and you have to stop the updates. It's not like it's a new machine and they fixed it. It's you have to stop all updates or else it's going to brick your machine again. So well, that's how, that sounds kind of ridiculous. I, we're actually recording on a computer with Windows 8, and I haven't had any issues yet, so, so hopefully that doesn't happen. Well, to answer your earlier question about the X-Fund, my hope for it is that it doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to hope for. And also, I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I mean, haven't we talked about the iPhone, iPod, I I everything killer for the last ten years. Yeah, uh, I, mean, it's, I can't it's remember one those, when we haven't talked about it. I believe it when I see it now. Right. I mean, Google. I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, maybe they have maybe. something up their sleeve. And and then when sort they do, of, I mean, I'll just bash on everybody because uh, Google Plus. Wow, that's taken off, hasn't it? Oh, and that Google phone they made. I don't know. For, From what I've heard, both people seem to enjoy it. Both people, right? And that first Google phone with Android, I mean, that was great, wasn't it? That took them just a couple years. All that one guy, Todd, he thought it was neat. Yeah, but how cool are, like, when there's a holiday or a special day and they change their logo? I mean, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's about the only thing Google has for it. It's a good search engine, but... uh, Google Maps is good. I like like Google Maps. It's all free. I don't even like Google's homepage anymore because you used to be able to customize and put your own picture, and now you can't. And I used to have a nice little nature scene on my computer. Oh, I didn't know about that. I yeah, customize it. makes me. 
Everyone, let's play the world's smallest violin for Bill Roberts. <laughs> well, at least tune this son of a bitch. <laughs> He's crying. Hey, you caught me off guard. Yeah, the tune that thing. I think Google is trying, and they try a lot of things, and they got a lot of smart people working for them. But a lot of stuff they've been doing, I don't think's worked. I mean, Bing is taking over their market. I think Microsoft's actually been more successful I in, in rebranding it and doing other things versus Google and their and their uh, little forays into into different. Uh, Markets. Speaking of being a legend of a stupid TV show, uh, I, mean, I wasn't watching. I was flipping through channels, and they were going to vid- going to a search engine on the thing to pull up some funny video. And you know damn well they wanted to say, "Well, let's Google that." Instead, he kept, "Let's Bing it," and it just sounded so stupid, <laughs> so forth. And he was like, "You're such a tool." I mean, yeah, Google is every day, and you always ask Google what to do and about any kind of question. But, well, uh, now that Siri won't talk to me anymore, I think we've yeah. split up. Right. So I, you know, I think they can be very successful, and I'd like them to do more than what, what the iPhone does right now. Uh, but well, I, I we'll just wait and see. I mean, I don't know if I can comment too much on it because. Well, is there anything you really don't like about the Galaxy S3 that you're like, oh, I wish they would change this already? The biggest thing, honestly, for me, I mean, I like apps and and all that. I wish iTunes was available on across all markets, and there's an open source problem with that. Even if you guys know about Steve Wozniak talked about it and he didn't know why they did it but then he answered his own question by saying uh, well it's it's open source and it's not controlled and, and Apple steers clear of that. That, w- that would have been nice. Uh, another thing just with phones is just battery life. If you use your smartphone a lot your battery is just getting eaten up so like if the Google phone has a solid great battery like the Droid Razor Max I think they should shoot for that because that's a great phone and the Galaxy S3 is a great phone and of course the iPhones are, are great phones but uh, if they can just get to that point, I think they can be at least competitive. I don't know if they'll be an iPhone killer, but so you know. if you use the smartphone, the battery goes away. <laughs> you know, you think it goes away really quickly. Oh, okay. You know, you know when you had the old flip phones and yeah. you could use them for like three days yeah. and you didn't have to charge them. But now, I mean, you you, Plus you look like dude on Star Trek trying. To right, exactly. Yeah. I I, I want to be Captain Kirk. That's my dream. That's but, the dude I was meaning. But that's a, <laughs> or or well, Patrick Stewart was a much better superior offer. Captain Picard. I That's mean, a on. whole different episode, brother. All right. He didn't I mean, get to do green that. chicks and fight lizard men. He didn't do any of that. Yeah, but he he was he was bald and proud of it, and he didn't wear a wig like Shatner. Ooh. Oh, 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 that hurts. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, I think we got a future devil's advocate. Yeah, we have future battles to begin and then win by me. Yeah, but it's the holiday <laughs> season. We're Captain all friends. Captain Picard now. sit there and overact like crazy. <laughs> huh? was, was, how is that a positive? Well, it was a good show. Is it good? Okay. Because he, apparently it didn't stop him from scoring. <laughs> he was a ladies' man, but Captain Picard, he, he does a mean song and dance. I don't know if you guys seen it, but, you know, that guy's Broadway all the way. All right, fine. All right. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. Screw you, chicken. So, moving on to a much more somber note. Obviously, we all know what happened at Sandy Hook Elementary School, and it's just been... Oh, it's, I, I don't really want to go into it because it's such a sad topic and everything, but something that came out of that is the NRA decided to blame video games for events like this. And it just, these kind of things always come up. And in all honesty, I think it's just someone trying to find a scapegoat because they don't know the solution. And maybe there really isn't a solution because it's so messed up and these people just are way beyond help. But it's just, it's just annoying. It's just so frustrating when they blame things and really have no backing for it. And even when there's been research that this isn't even true. I mean, well, 
I think I think when stuff like this happens, serious debate goes out the window, and they do play the the blame game, like right. I said, and nothing nothing's going to change. So I mean, you can get all hot and upset about it, but I mean, the country's split on this fifty fifty, just like almost Democrat and Republican. So I mean, it's just like trying to change a Democrat to a Republican or vice versa. You could argue till you're blue in the face, but it 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 doesn't matter. So I just kind of just ignore it. I, I just I don't, I don't want to get into the whole politics of it and and. I mean, seriously, it, it is. It's it's such a reach to find that scapegoat. I'm surprised they didn't blame Ozzy Osbourne. I'm serious. I was surprised they didn't like Judas Priest lyrics. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, right. that that those arguments have been going on since really probably late '70s, early '80s. And I feel like they just threw a dart and it landed on video games. So they're like, let's attack them this time. And it's just it's ridiculous because one of the games that they reference, like they reference Bulletstorm, Grand Theft Auto, Mortal Kombat, and Spider House, which obviously are violent games. But one argument that they used was a game called Kindergarten Killer. That's a 10-year-old Flash game that I think is not even online anymore. And just like they, they found this game that obviously is a ridiculous game that should have never been online. But it's just... Somebody just Google searched or, yeah, exactly. or banged searched uh, anything to do with that to see what they could pull up and, and did no research into, is this a real game people play? Yeah. Is this anything? And it, it's really sad that... They want to blame the games, and and if you do think these games are violent and stuff, um, check the ratings on them. And if you want to blame somebody, blame the parents that are giving these games to these. Yeah, kids. I mean, there's there's so much there's so much with the media. It's not like these games are surprises. I mean, the news always talks about them and says that they're violent. Like there's previews. If you're a parent, you can watch it and see what they're. And I mean, Call of Duty sells millions and millions and millions and millions of copies. And like, I mean, think of think if re- this was really affecting these people, we'd have a lot more of these. Yeah, I, I used to work in a video game store, and we didn't sell games that were M-rated to kids. I actually had a guy, this is this is a God's honest truth. I worked at a GameStop uh, part-time on weekends as a side job kind of thing around the holidays to get some extra money and to, to get to play some free games. And uh, this little kid, maybe five, came in and tried to buy Grand Theft Auto 3. This was on the PS2. And I refused to sell it to him. I said, you know, I can't sell this to you without getting your you know, your dad or your mom. Oh, about 20 minutes later, his dad comes in totally pissed off at me because I wouldn't sell it to this little kid. And I said, you know, it's a normal game. You know what this game is, don't you? And he threw a ship at it. He's like, hell yeah, I know what this game is. You don't tell me what I can buy my kid and all that stuff. And I'm like, sir, I'm just trying to explain to you. I can't sell it to your kid. I can sell it to you and you can give it to him. But this guy was just mad, not because... He was his kid was going to play this game or wanted to play this game. He was mad because he had to get up off his ass and come down and get it for his kid to play it. And the same day, I had some parents come in, a couple together. They were buying some games in a PlayStation 2, and they same game. They tried to buy the same game. And I said, you know, man, do you know what this game is? And she's like, well, I'm assuming it's a, it's a racing game, right? And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I explained what Grand Theft Auto is about and what kind of content's in it. And, I mean, she would just, I mean, face just froze. And she's like, well, he plays it at his friend's house down the street. And I'm like, well, you might want to call his friend's parents. This kid was maybe four. And they're playing Grand Theft Auto because the parents didn't know. Right. And, and, and you know, you can say, well, I felt bad for her. But at the same time, you got to look into that. I right. mean, it says right on the box what you're getting. I mean, we're, it, I think it just comes down to... It's it's lazy, irresponsible parenting. Yeah, and that, I that's agree. where it starts. That's where that's where the key to I think a lot of a lot of problems are. And then I mean, where isn't violence 
in society today. It, well, it's everywhere. I don't every kind of media that you have. Uh, it, it, just, video games just has a big red target on it. And everyone just likes to hit it as soon as it comes. Oh, video games. I mean, in all honesty, it's, it boils down to knowledge is power. I mean, <laughs> when you're when you're ignorant about these things and you're really not paying attention, and yeah, I mean, people will buy these games, and if, and in all honesty, there may be some small connection with all these violent things, but it's such a small connection compared to what the real issue is. So, I mean, these people, obviously, I'm sure there's some mental issues, there's some domestic issues, school issues. I mean, there's so many things that go into a killer's mind like this you can't really understand. And to just blame it on video games is just missing the point by so much. Well, especially in a case like this where it's clearly documented that this guy had major mental issues. He didn't have major mental issues from playing video games. He had major mental issues for the for who, who knows why. But yeah, and I mean, I can I can feel for the NRA because I know it's a tough battle they're fighting. But it just makes them look weak when they make these weak arguments like that. Because obviously it's a tough topic, and no one really knows how to stop all these things because it's just changing, and it's just such such a variable with these people what that trigger is to cause these things. Okay, uh, moving on from there, let's let's talk about something a little more uh, upbeat for the end of the year and uh yes, maybe please. some of our some of our uh, favorite gaming moments of the year but first before do we do that let's uh let's have a nice little word from our new sponsor today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate and today our local book expert billiam <laughs> roberts has another suggestion for all you fine folks out there. Yeah, I know most of you are probably surprised the fact that I can even read or listen to an audiobook, but uh, I can do both. And this week I would definitely recommend, not only is it a great book, but you want to talk about value. Um, I'm listening to Stephen King's It. I read it years ago. Always wanted to have an audiobook version of that when I started listening to them. Um, and to finally have it, it's very well done. And... To explain how awesome Audible.com is and why I'm so happy to have them as a sponsor, this book comes in being read at 44 hours and 57 minutes. And guess how much I paid for this? 20 bucks? Nope. 15? None. It was absolutely free as part of my monthly credit for being a member. That book, I believe, if you bought it in a store, you'd be close to between 40 and $50. So if you bought it on CD. Buying it digitally, you're looking probably 35 to $40 normally. Yeah, and that's just... That not just the monthly credit you get with our free trial version you can download that as well right? yes if that you, or anything else yeah it doesn't matter the size of the book it's one credit uh, and anybody out there can get a free audiobook just for trying it out um, not only do you get the free book every month but you get great discounts on other audiobooks and if you have a kindle and you like to read and you and you think you might like audiobooks a lot of these newer ones have what's called WhisperSync technology that can transfer you can read a couple chapters get in your car switch to audio listen to it go back to reading and it's and it's always synced up to where you left off so what you're saying is it's cool and people should do it <laughs> that's exactly what i'm yeah, saying so Nick. to download your free audiobook go to audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate again that's audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate for your free audiobook and now we're back to the show the, yep. Dun, 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 dun. Do we need like intro music? Um, no. I think we just had intro oh, okay. music, Jack. Either that or you're having a seizure. We're back. Thank you, Jack. We that pay was, him a dollar every time for that. No, no, that was definitely a seizure. <laughs> yeah, so to end the year right, because this will be our last podcast of the year 2012. 
so sad. Deuces. We're going to kind of just go take a little retrospective of the year that we had and just see what we thought, what we were happy with, disappointed with, surprised with, anything. So anyone want to start off? Um, I don't remember the first half of the year at all. I, could, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, pretty much anything that happened out. before October, I don't know. I know when we were we were thinking about like game of the year, like nominations, like oh, uh, this game, this game. Like no, that was last year, Jack. I'm like oh, where <laughs> where are we again? I'm still really <laughs> bummed that uh, I. There's one thing as far as disappointments. Um, I pre-ordered Resident Evil Six back in April, I think, wah, wah. and it came out on, October second, and by the end of the day on October 2nd, I was already disappointed. Yeah, I was too, because I loved Resident Evil 4. I enjoyed Resident Evil 5, and Resident Evil 6 just did not do it for me. I just, I started with Chris's campaign, and maybe that was the problem, but ugh, it was just such a horrible experience for the first level. It's just, ugh. Leon's is a little better, but it's just, it's, it's not there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they can turn around for Resident Evil 7, because you know they're making it <laughs> yes, they right are. now. Of course they are. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we've talked about it before. <laughs> that game was just a product of trying to do way too much, way too much. But we were supposed to talk about our favorites um, of the year. First. Yeah, that's Fairly. where that's where we get into some of the we're big flowing. surprises of the year that that ended up being just fantastic. Like again, not to jump all over, it, but Far Cry Three. Um, you know, Adam and I had discussions about, oh yeah, it looks good and everything, but if anything, maybe get it next year. Now I play it nonstop and. The earliest I can think of, honestly, for me, is uh, Walking Dead. My first episode oh, came geez. out. Again, again with Mass that. Effect. I oh, perfectly yeah, Mass, Mass Effect too, right? I yeah, stayed so. away from it on <laughs> purpose. Oh, and then, and then I said, again, hey, Battlefield Three. They're like, no, it was last year. Well, they have those huge new downloads now that cost a million points. I showed about the season pass. Oh my yeah, aftermath. Are, just came yeah, out. and my friends are talking about trying to get back into it. So it's kind of like a whole new game with all the points you got to spend on. You got to spend like sixty bucks just to get all the download and add added packs no, on there. There's a lot of there's a lot of content in there though. I mean, like some of them add a lot of vehicles. Some of them add close com- quarter combat. All I, those things. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I I did do one of them and it was good uh, for like a day, and then I didn't play anymore. I actually don't think I'm going to get the other ones, because I got other games or used games I could spend that money on and get full games instead of just tacked on down, you know, three more maps and stuff. I don't like that about Halo either, about map packs and stuff. they gotten better about that, but it used to be there's a new map pack every two weeks, and you got to get it, or you're done with multiplayer, and thanks a lot. See you later. Well, uh... What about you, Adam? What's been kicking your biscuit lately? <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This thing that I'm about to talk about is the biggest disappointment and pleasant surprise for me this year: the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> I know Bill gives it crap and everything, oh, but this, this Garbage. handheld, like I've said before, is Turd. the realization of what I wanted a handheld to be. Poop with and it's the biggest disappointment because <laughs> it's just not supported. I mean, there they uh, there are a lot of more games now and everything like that, but you can just tell that Sony is not pushing it the way they should be. And you know what? There is a chance that maybe they're holding their trump card for the PS4, and maybe it has some really amazing connectivity with that. Like maybe, I don't know, with the remote play or with different downloads or playing those games together, which could be pretty awesome, but I don't know. Knowing Sony and the way they've been handling it, I could be in for another disappointment. I would trade mine right now for a Kindle Fire if anybody out there wants a Switch. I think Sony um, has problems adapting and getting stuff out there quickly, like good content for their for their systems. Like, 
or security for the PS3. Or that, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like <laughs> they got to lock that down first before they start building out more games. But I think when the initial PS3 came out, uh, it was pretty weak. And I guess you could say that with the the Xbox too. But I think I think Xbox came back and and really beat up on them. But uh, I don't know. I I hope they do. But it's just another one that's kind of meh for me. But then another disappointment with the Vita is I think last year. They announced that they were going to redo Final Fantasy X in HD and release it for the Vita and PS3, which would have been so incredible because I just love that game and spent so much time on it. And that would have been another great addition to the Vita library, but we still haven't heard anything from it. Haven't heard, seen any screenshots, any word if it's coming out, what is going on with that, which is just a trend that the Vita's having, like Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified, which Bill gave the worst game of the year. It's another game that I'll do it again next it, year. While it did, co- while it, it has since sure. come out, it is not the game that anyone wanted, <laughs> and it's just another reason why the Vita is just getting destroyed when it shouldn't, because it's not a bad system. Like you have, to, Bill, you have to admit that it's a good system. I, like it's it's an amazing my issue piece of hardware. Is not with the system itself. It is a great system. I want to like actually want to pick it up, but I have no interest in picking it up because. In, in, unless I here's here's what I use it for. This is no joke. Monday night football or a game that's on at night. If Nina's watching something downstairs, I'll go upstairs and sometimes I'll put uh, put on Netflix and then have the game on with sound down or like college basketball or something. If it's not a huge game that I'm really into, and I'll I'll screw around and watch stuff on Netflix on it, which that's kind of sad. I, I mean, mean that's, that's I could cool. do that on my iPhone. Yeah, that's true. Right. Exactly. I was just gonna say. Um, Smartphones. Exactly. You've got to compete with smartphones and actually be better than smartphones. But you'd rather be on the web surfing while you're watching TV yeah, or mean, Netflix or Netflix something. looks great on it. YouTube right. videos run really smooth, look great yeah. on it. Um, the games that do play on it play well. I don't have issues with it. I just, there's not games that I want. <laughs> I think a breeze game. <laughs> Sorry, did you pick that up? Jackson, it's snoring into the I was phone. breathing heavy. I fell asleep. I'm drooling on myself. I start right talking now, about even. YouTube, and Jack gets all excited. I was like, "What? He's like, you want to look up some videos with like some boobs in them and stuff?" You talk about you talk about Sony. I just fall right asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- I mean, this year really is is it was full of. I th- <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome I, to the gamers. Yeah, man. I think this really was a year of <laughs> disappointments. And, I mean, not disappointment like overall, but a lot of trends of disappointment. And I think a big reason of it was because the next generation of systems are coming out and people can't talk about it. Like, I mean, there were disappointments where, like, I don't know, a game that I loved on Dreamcast, Shenmue HD. Bless said, you. They said that in March or something that it was all ready to go to be re-released on HD, and we still haven't heard from it. Nope. While people are still clamoring for... Shenmue 3. The Last Guardian, the game by the studio who made Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, which was supposed to come out, I think, with Atari. Still not out yet. <laughs> and, and also, I mean, with, with E3, I mean, it was such like a bust. I mean, not speaking of Nintendo, because I don't even want to open myself up to that, <laughs> that, dis- that destruction. But, I mean, yeah, there was The Last of Us and God of War, but there were so many sequels and yeah not, both nothing, those games are next I mean you year. are like E3 is always full of surprises and excitement but it was just we knew all this stuff that was coming I mean it was a leaked or different things were coming out it, and but it's because all these companies are working on the next gen and they can't talk about it yet 
So it's just it's such a weird time for the gaming industry because you know this stuff is coming, but no one can talk about it. All the amazing stuff that that came out at E3 was stuff that's coming out next year still. I yeah. mean, it was it yeah. was just the, the Last of Us. You know, that was one of the biggest ones that floored everybody, and it's still working. Another five I, months. I honestly don't like watching E3. I mean, it's cool to kind of Get find out. out about it. <laughs> Get out. It's cool to find out about it a little bit, but I don't like having to be like, oh, that's cool. Well, I guess i got to forget about it for the next two years and live my life while, you know, that's supposed to be coming uh, later. We'll and be doing our E3 special while Jack's on vacation. <laughs> right, exactly. I won't be here. <laughs> if you send press passes for E3, I guess I don't get one. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, but it, it's... It's always fun. I, I The reason I like E3 is because it's when games get announced and when there's big surprises. And I, I just live for those moments where you're like, oh my god, that is so awesome. But then and after that, a lot of times is when I don't like watching some videos for games. But it's always good to get that first idea and that first glimpse of the next game in the franchise or a new IP that blows your mind. Like Watch Dogs did this year. I mean, that game looks incredible. And I'm sure it's a next-gen game, even though they couldn't say it. But like those, those are the moments that make it exciting to be a gamer. I do like like the system announcements like uh Xbox had the smart glass and the year before that I forget what it was. It wasn't the last one but the year before that I thought it was a really good E three how they're changing the system because those those are more current than um actual the games themselves because they're able to implement those a lot faster since it's their system and they like know Connect. it's coming. Yeah like Connect. I mean even though I didn't I didn't get it Me but <laughs> right it's a, it's a cool device, I bet, but sure. it's not yeah. something that I really need to enhance my gaming experience. But Yeah, and also, I mean, Connect is just, it's not there yet. Like, it needs uh, to be Connect 2.0. There's lag. It's I think just, it'd be cool with, like, do it. Netflix trying to find a movie or oh, something yeah, that, like that. Yeah, that's but, fun, you know. using your voice. And Like I said, I think I mentioned before, playing Mass Effect 3 with Connect was probably one of the best experiences <laughs> I've had Were you like, Connect. Connect, change the ending. <laughs> yes, I was, but it did not work. <laughs> But it was it was fun saying all your choices and directing your squad and stuff. It it did give you that empowerment feeling, which I like from games. It worked out very well. Like Mass Effect Three. Oh yeah. But uh, come on, Bill. You haven't played it. You know what? Damn. You know what? You know what? You guys didn't play college football this year, you idiots. Because it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing every year. That's the biggest disappointment of. For me, for this year, but you know what? Didn't but, play Mass but, Effect 3. but you know what? It's the same thing every year, but uh, each game ends differently. So if you don't like the ending, you can just play another game instead of <laughs> crying about it and sending letters to freaking Mass Effect and Bioware, going, "I don't like the ending." You can just play a new game. You little buttholes out there that are out there screwing it up, <laughs> jerks. I would play. I would play. Sorry, sorry. I take that all back. Happy right, holidays. Right, here we go. Here we go. Love I, you. I play sports games if they were good. And if they had have pistols. You, have you played NBA 2K13? <laughs> you got both. I guarantee it. Now the pistols may be in the locker room, but they, they're there. They're there. Ask the Washington Wizards. They're there. If it was like... if like That's a true story. If, I'm not even yeah, making that up. Yeah. Gilbert if, Arenas. If, if sports... Like, sports on TV and what actually happens happen in video games, it'd be a heck of a lot better. I mean, like, the NBA, like, the like the players going up in the crowds. I've like, tried to do that with our tennis. Throwing, like, throwing like, bolos and, like, you know, trying to kill people and, like, riots and stuff like that. That's real sports. When you get the video game sports is the watered-down version. In video games, it's supposed to be the other way around. It's supposed to be fantasy. It's like NFL Blitz. Yeah, right, but none exactly. of the... None NFL of the, Blitz was good. They wouldn't license that for, to try to make a realistic game where you're actually, like, Shooting people from, 
It's like you get drunk, get in your car, run over a couple of people, lose your contract, go to jail. That is the real sport. Yeah, like trying to kick that last second field goal while dodging baseball bats and shit. Right. Or you can be in the stage and do like a mini game where you can throw like glass bottles or pop cans <laughs> and boo people as they run off hey, the field. I've said a million times, you want me to play Tiger Woods, put defense in it. You know what? Make it, make it a little bit more rough. Actually, just put his wife, his ex-wife, I mean, in the I mean, game. They don't, they don't make it like I mean, give her a golf club and see how many putts so you hit. I mean, South Park touched on that. If video games like the sports were more re- like real life, it'd be. I think it'd be ten times better. Why not? Why couldn't you put like mini game stuff in there like that? I don't know. It'd just be fun. You don't have to take it seriously. I, you know what? I'd re- I'd much rather um, spend the time and effort and energy into making gameplay better. I like reading defenses in football. I, I want the AI to be right. I want to have to actually outthink the opponent, not just be better on the sticks and all that. Plus, I like sweet-looking uniforms. But I know I know Madden has a hard enough time just making a football game that functions without glitches, so I guess... Um, I guess this year's was, <laughs> year was pretty good. This year's was much better. Um, I'm more of a college football guy all the way, but uh, I have to give it to Madden this year. It was really smooth. See, like, that kind of stuff, it's like Madden is kind of like Windows for me. I'm not going to upgrade or get it unless, you, break your unless, system. unless, you, unless you force me to, and they I don't, they do don't force me. You know, you don't want to talk about uh, sports games that are always awesome, hockey, but I'm so damn mad at the NHL I won't play it. Cause yeah, the lockout, lockout sucks. At least you get to fight in those. That's kind of nice. Yeah, you do. You I was do. Gonna, yeah, that's true. You want, what it you is more like about? real life, and Put it's it better. Hockey. It's better, yeah. You throw, throw a and it, it is a great game. It is so fun. Yeah, and speaking of these games that come out every year, like NHL and all these sports games, it's it's kind of a shame that the other... Loving games <laughs> is easy because you're Speaking of the repetitive releases of sports games, like Madden and NHL and FIFA and all those, it's a shame that all the single-player and multiplayer games are just sequel after sequel. I mean, that was another trend in this year. Like, I mean, if you could think of... An original IP besides like Dishonored or The Walking Dead, you'd be I mean you'd be hard pressed to find one because everything is a sequel, which is why I think I'm so excited for next year and the next gen is because you know that there's people working on those new games because well who's gonna want to release a new IP on a system that's going out the door? I got a new IP right now, and it's to all you people out there listening. If you're over 21, you go back, you start this podcast over, and then you go back when you're done with this one to the previous catalog, and every time we say Walking Dead, take a shot. You that will be a, wasted ten minutes into every awesome podcast. Drinking. Well, <laughs> speaking of Walking Dead, Bill, I'm glad you brought this Drink up. Drink up. Drink <laughs> up. You know, I think indie games did so well uh, in the ratings. It's because it's new. It's yeah. because it's inventive, and it's because it was done well, also. But it wasn't the rehash and the repeat of all that. I mean, people can say, "Oh, I love Halo. I love Assassin's Creed. I love Borderlands. Anything that's gotten a sequel didn't do as well." I thought uh, just the, just the indie the well, indie games well, for the most part. You're right. The most there was part. a few exceptions, but you're right They're, for the most part. Exactly, because I think everyone, even if they want to admit it or not, they don't want these repeats. They want a new and exciting experience. You know, expand your mind. Huh? Yeah, and I, and I know. Yeah. I mean, these games like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty obviously are going to sell well, but I mean, a lot of people in the industry and people who are playing these games are just getting a little. Frustrated, and like I know, it's all about the business, and it's all about the money and what sells. But people are getting tired of these games just being repeated and repeated and repeated. So that's, I mean, that's another thing. And we're next next week, we're going to kind of talk about our 2013 predictions. 
and talk about the games coming out and what we hope to see in next year. So we're going to finish yeah. this one off with a look back and say, you know what, 2012 was a good year. I enjoyed it. And I, there's a lot of things I would have preferred to go differently, but I think overall it was pretty good for gaming. And I do want to say to any of you that have taken my advice and started this podcast over and gone through it again playing the drinking game, Walking Dead. <laughs> if you're about to puke, Walking Dead. <laughs> but take it easy. Walking Dead. Be responsible. Walking Dead. Now always remember, if you want to be a part of the show, email us at podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. We are on iTunes, and you can find us there, and we are on Facebook. If you just search for The Gamers Advocate, look for that blue shield. And if you go to Twitter, we are at Advocate Gamers. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Adam Bankhurst. I'm at Bill Roberts-ish. I'm at Jack Whittington, and I just want to mention, you guys should visit our sponsor because then you won't have to hear me breathe into the mic because we don't have pop filters. Plus, he did a tweet. Yeah, we want to buy better equipment uh, so we sound better for you guys down the road. So uh, there's one way to help, baby. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, go to Audible, rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook. All these things help more people find us, and we'll make this into the show we all want it to be. And, yeah, so we really hope you guys have just a wonderful, wonderful new year, and you're having a great holiday, and we look forward to another year with you guys. And before we go, I'd like to once again thank uh, my brothers in 8-Pound Pressure. Uh, We're going to play another one of their songs off the Volume 1, the Awakening album. This one, to close out the show tonight, is called Room to Breathe. For the Gamers Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, Jack's still here. We hope you have a great new year. Happy New Year, ding-dongs.